chapter 117. Excellence of wearing white clothes and the permissibility of wearing red, green, yellow and black clothes made from cotton, linen but not silk. Allah the Exalted says in the Quran, Ya Bani Adam, Qad Anzalna Alaykum Libasan Yuwari Sawatikum Warisha Walibasu Taqwa Thalika Khair O children of Adam, we have bestowed raiment upon you to cover yourselves and as an adornment and the raiment of righteousness that is better. And Allah also says, وَجَعَلَ لَكُمْ سَرَابِيلَ تَقِيكُمُ الْحَرَّ وَسَرَابِيلَ تَقِيكُمْ بَأْسَكُمْ And has made for you garments to protect you from the heat and coats of mail to protect you from your mutual violence. 779 Ibn Abbas Radiyallahu anhuma reported, I heard Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying, Put on white clothes because they are the best, and use them for shrouding your dead. Collected by Abu Dawood and It-Tirmidhi. 780. Samura Radiyallahu anhu reported, The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Wear white clothes because they are the purest and they are closest to modesty and shroud the dead in it. Collected by An-Nisa'i and Al-Hakim. Commentary Both these ahadith tell us that white clothes are fine and likable and are especially recommended on Fridays and on all other occasions except Eid when new clothes, if any, are recommended. The purity and beauty of this color befits the dignity and honor of man. 781 Al-Bara reported, The Messenger of Allah وسلم, was of medium stature. I saw him wearing a red mantle. I have never seen anything more graceful than that. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary on the basis of this hadith, some argue that red dress is also allowed to men. Imam An-Nawawi seems to hold the same view. However, many ulama believe that the dress of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was not all red but had red stripes. They therefore maintain that the red clothes which women wear are not permissible to men. Some ulama think that a ruling on this issue will be on condition of space and time. If at some place disbelievers or women are fond of this color, it will be banned for Muslim men because of its relevance to disbelief and womanishness. Yet it will be allowed to Muslim men in a contrary situation. Opinions also exist that the indoor wear of red clothes is permissible to men but forbidden in public. To sum up, the red colored dress is not itself a taboo with regard to men. A ruling on it will be conditional in accordance with the situation. For example, in the Eastern society, the red colored dress is usually worn by women and is peculiar to brides on the occasion of the wedding. 
men are therefore banned to wear it. Allah alone has the true knowledge. 782. Abu Juhayfa, Wahab ibn Abdullah, radiyallahu anhu, reported, I saw the Prophet wasallam at Al-Abta Valley in Mecca in a red tent made from tan skin. Bilal, radiyallahu anhu, brought him ablution water. Then the Messenger of Allah came out wearing a red mantle, and I can still remember looking at whiteness of his shanks. So he made his ablution, and Bilal, radiyallahu anhu, pronounced the call for prayer, meaning the adhan. I kept following the movement of his, meaning Bilal's, face to the right and to the left when he recited, Come to the prayer, come to the success. Then a spear was fixed, meaning as a sutra, in front of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, who then stepped forward and led the prayer. Dogs and donkeys passed in front of him, meaning beyond the spear, and no one prevented them from doing so. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary Al-Abtah is the name of a place which is also called the Muhassab Valley. Lexically, Al-Abtah means a sloping ground. Since it was the passage of rainy water owing to its downward slope, it came to be known by this name. Here the Prophet ﷺ encamped in a tent. This hadith provides for wearing red-colored clothes as mentioned in detail in the preceding hadith. Second, it points out an issue concerning the ritual prayer. The worshiper should place something before him as a symbol of obstruction or a sutra so that somebody who goes past him may not divert his attention. Yet there is no harm if the passer is an animal. 783 Abu Rimtha Rifa'a radiyallahu anhu reported, I saw Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam wearing two green garments collected by Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi. Commentary Here we see a provision for wearing green colored clothes. 784 Jabir radiyallahu anhu reported, Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered Mecca on the day of its conquest and he was wearing a black turban collected by Muslim. 785 Abu Sa'id Amr ibn Hurayn reported as if I am seeing the Messenger of Allah وسلم, wearing a black turban and both ends of it are falling over his shoulders collected by Muslim. Another narration is, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was delivering a khutbah, wearing a black turban. Commentary We conclude from this hadith that one can also put on black-colored dress, turban, and covering. Muslim scholars have said that it is a desirable act, or mustahab, to wear a black turban after defeating the enemy. 786 Aisha radiyallahu anha reported, The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa was shrouded in three 
white Yemeni cotton garments, among which was neither a gown nor a turban, collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary The shroud of a dead body consists of three simple pieces of cloth to the exclusion of a turban, shirt, and izar. It is better for the shroud to be white. 787 Aisha reported, One morning, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, went out wearing a black blanket made of camel's hair or sheep's black hair with patterns of camel's bags upon it, collected by Muslims. Commentary This hadith tells us that one can wear a black woolen cloth with the woven image of an inanimate object. 788 Al-Mughira ibn Shu'bah who reported, I was with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, on a journey one night and he asked me, Do you have any water with you? I said, Yes. So he dismounted from his riding camel and walked away to answer the call of nature until he disappeared in the darkness. When he returned, I poured out some water from a vessel and he washed his face. He was wearing a long woolen cloak and could not take out his forearms from his sleeves. So he brought them out from below the cloak and then washed them and then passed his wet hands over his head. I stretched out my hand to take off his khuf, meaning his leather socks, but he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Leave them. I put them on after performing wudu. And he passed his wet hands over them. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Another narration is, The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was wearing a Syrian cloak with tight sleeves. Another narration is, The incident took place during the Battle of Tabuk. Commentary. Here too we have justification for wearing woolen dress. In order to answer the call of nature, one is supposed to get out of people's sight. Instead of washing the feet while performing wudu, one may simply pass wet hands over the socks or stockings if these have been worn after the performance of ablution. A non-traveling person is allowed this facility for 24 hours, while in the case of a traveler, this period is extended to three days. However, in case of sexual impurity, one must take a full bath.